singers and I, Ed Peters, welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We return today to Acts chapter 21 from our previous study taken from verses 27 through 36 of this chapter. We saw Paul, who is now in the city of Jerusalem, being falsely accused by some Jews from Asia for defiling the temple by bringing a Gentile in. It didn't take long before the whole city was in an uproar and a great riot followed. Luke tells us that Paul was dragged out of the temple and the people tried to kill him. At this point, the Roman commander and the soldiers of the garrison became involved and rescued Paul from the mob. Not knowing what was going on, he arrested Paul and chained him and ordered him to be taken into the armory for his own protection and to be questioned, for he was unable to find out anything from the mob. better understand just what Paul was facing after his arrest by the Romans, we will look at some of the Roman criminal laws at this time. We will also look at the fortress of Antonia, where Paul was taken to protect him from the mob. Now, here to bring us our study is Pastor Henry Harder. On the last program, Paul found himself surrounded by an angry mob in the court of the Gentiles in the temple area of Jerusalem. He is accused of having taken a Gentile named Trophimus from Ephesus into the court of Israel. 
a crime carrying the death penalty. The mob was trying to kill him, Luke writes. While they were beating him, the Roman soldiers, hearing the commotion, rushed from their station in the fortress of Antonia, attached to the northwest corner of the temple complex, down the steps into the court of the Gentiles, and rescued Paul from the angry mob. The commander came up and arrested him, and ordered him to be bound with two chains. Then he asked who he was and what he had done. Some in the crowd shouted one thing, some another, and since the commander could not get at the truth because of the uproar, he ordered that Paul be taken into the barracks. When Paul reached the steps, the violence of the mob was so great he had to be carried by the soldiers. The crowd that followed kept shouting away with him. This is Paul's last time in Jerusalem. From here he goes to Rome, where he remains a prisoner until the end of the book of Acts. In order for us to understand the rest of the book of the Acts of the Apostles, we face two general difficulties. One is the limited knowledge we have of Roman law during this time. Just what was Roman law with respect to the arrest of its citizens, for example? Or what was the law regarding imprisonment or flogging or interrogation? Little was known what the law really stated regarding such matters. Much material has been located that relates to civil matters, but Paul's was a criminal case. However, due especially to the discoveries of the papyri from Egypt, we now have a better understanding of Roman law pertaining to these matters. So the one difficulty has been the lack of information about the Roman legal system with respect to criminal cases such as Paul. A second problem is Luke's untechnical way of describing Paul's problems and how the law of Rome related to them. Luke was a doctor of medicine and a historian, not a lawyer. So we need to look at the rest of these chapters, the account of Paul's arrest, trip to Rome, and imprisonment, with particular attention to archaeological discoveries relating to Roman law. Perhaps some of these verses will be better understood if we do so. So the Jews have Paul in the temple area and are beating him. Luke writes that while they were trying to kill him, news reached the commander of the Roman troops that the whole city of Jerusalem was in an uproar. He at once took some officers and soldiers and ran down to the crowd. When the crowd saw the commander and the soldiers, they stopped beating Paul. These Roman soldiers were stationed in the fortress or castle of Antonia. As I mentioned, this castle or fortress stood at the northwest corner of the temple area and was attached to it. It was named after Marcus Antonius, or Mark Antony, by Herod. It was situated on a rise above the temple itself. The west wall of the fortress was built on the cliff edge of the Tyropian Valley. A moat protected the north wall, and the south wall was a 75-foot-high escarpment. The terrain to the east is unknown. The east-west length of the castle was about 490 feet, 165 meters. The width is estimated to be approximately 260 feet. Each corner was a tower. Three of them were 75 feet high, and the fourth, the southeast tower overlooking the temple area, was 100 feet high. 
Evidently, the building served as a palace as well as barracks for soldiers or guards. It is said that a subterranean passage used for emergencies only connected the fortress to the court of Israel. Titus, the Roman general, made his assault upon the temple from this castle of Antonia. Today, the street that begins at St. Stephen's Gate passes directly over the remains of the fortress. The Church of the Sisters of Zion is built partly over the north half of the castle. Under this building was discovered a large area of 165 feet square, paved with massive stones up to a foot thick. Tourists are often taken down to walk on this pavement. If Christ was tried here at the castle of Antonia, which is favored by Bible scholars and not at Herod's palace, then Christ and Pilate would have been located on one of the balconies and the crowd stood on this very pavement. The Via Dolorosa assumes that the place of Christ's trial was this castle. John reports in John 19.13 that Pilate brought Jesus to Gabbatha, which in Aramaic means the stone pavement. The tourist can still see where the soldiers scratched their games into the pavement, indicating that the barracks must have been nearby. Also seen are the channels cut into the pavement, perhaps to lead water to the cisterns, which are still in use and can be seen. It was here that Paul was taken by the mob and beaten. We walked on that pavement not long ago. The pavement evidently was located and identified after the building belonging to the Sisters of Zion was built, so that one has to stoop at places to get under the arches under the building. It was a thrill to actually walk where Jesus walked, and to remember Paul's beating and would-be lynching there if the Roman guards hadn't rescued him. The mob got so violent, Luke writes, that the soldiers were going to take Paul into the barracks for safety. They began to ascend the steps from the pavement when Paul, battered, asked to speak to the crowd. What happened? We'll hear that tomorrow. Paul gladly suffered so that the gospel of the grace and love of Christ could be known to people.
News, a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.